Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. You're listening to the Qalam Podcast. Alhamdulillah, since last Ramadan, over 4 million people have benefited from, listened to, and downloaded the Qalam Podcast. Tens of thousands of people have benefited from and learned from the various classes, intensives, and seminars that Qalam provides. And inshallah, this Ramadan will be providing even more beneficial content, lectures, and programming for people all around the world, free of any cost or charge to them. In order for us to keep doing this work, we need your support, we need your help, we need you to be our partners in this Sadaqah Jariyah. Please go to supportqalam.com. That's support, Q-A-L-A-M, supportqalam.com, and provide your most generous support. Millions of people all around the world are insha'Allah, bi'idnillah, going to benefit from all of this work, and this will be your sadaqah jariyah for the eternal life of the hereafter. We really appreciate having you as part of the Qalam team and supporting us in this work, this mission, this cause. Jazakumullahu khairan. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulihi al-kareem wa ala alihi wa sahabihi ajma'in As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa rakatuh A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan ar-rajim Qalallahu ta'ala fi Qur'anihi al-kareem Iqra' kitabak Kafa bi nafsika al-yawma alayka hasiba Iqra' kitabak Read your book Kafa bi nafsik it's enough for you. Kafabi nafsika lioma aleka hasiba. It's enough for you on that day as your record. This ayah, I've read it since you know, when when this topic was introduced, I've just been reading this ayah over and over and over again. What more do we need? What more do we need to know about the day of judgment? Except for that our own book of deeds is enough for us to hold us to account. That's it. Every single thing that we do, that's enough. There's no, there's no, we don't need lawyers on the court of Allah. We don't need anything to, or anyone to defend us or stand for us because it's irrelevant. Enough for us is our own book of deeds. So what's gonna be in your book of deeds? That's the reality. Our problem, though, is that we forget that this is our reality. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Anbiya, the very first verse of Surah Anbiya, Surah number 21, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that it's very, very, very close. Those who study Arabic, right? My Arabic students out here. Qaruba means something to be uh, to, for something to be near. Iqtaraba, it's a few more letters, right? So the meaning is more intense. You guys know that. Iqtaraba means something to be very, very near. Something's to be right at your doorstep. But we don't realize it. Well, we realize it, but we don't. We choose to not face that fact. Iqtaraba lin nasi, 
very, very close to all of humanity, hisabuhum, their accounting. Wahum fi maridun. We, this last part of this verse is called a hal. It means the condition of the people who are being described here. This hisab is very, very close, but what's the condition of the people whom it's close to? Their condition is that hum fi ma'ridun, that they are completely immersed in being dis disconnected with that reality. Hum fi, like they're inside of this disconnection. They're inside of this heedlessness. That's a very Muslim word. I don't think we ever say like heedless in normal English, but I feel like you guys have heard it enough to kind of know what it means. It just means being completely disconnected, completely disconnected with this reality that hisab is coming close, very, very close. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala adds on one more word, ma'ridun. Ma'ridun means they are actively turning away from it. You know when something's right in front of your face? If I turn my face, I'm not going to see it. This water bottle, right? It's right in front of me. But if my head is towards the side, I can pretend that it doesn't exist, right? I can pretend that it's not there, but at the end of the day, I'm pretending. Do, don't I fully realize that I'm turning away from it? But that's what we do. We turn away from the reality of our hisab that is very, very near. So this is what we have to turn back to. This is what we have to remind ourselves. Choose to no longer be engulfed in this heedlessness. Choose to no longer be disconnected and reconnect to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this reality of our accounting. But I want to continue forward. What does this accounting look like? What does it mean for uh, this, you know, this judgment day to take place? What does it mean for our records to be you know, like revealed in front of us? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes it. Again, when we talk about the day of judgment, we talk about you know, our resurrection, what that looks like, it's actually not a mystery. I mean, yes, maybe the details of like the colors and stuff, like maybe you know, we'll find out when we get there. Right? But in terms of how it actually manifests, it's not a mystery to us. Allah says it very clearly. We just have to open our eyes to that reality. Allah says later on in the same surah, Surah Anbiya, again, surah number 21, ayah 47. He says, He says, We place down the scales of justice, the scales of justice on this day of judgment. And on that day, not a single person is going to be wronged. There is no injustice that is going to take place on that day. No oppression. Going back to the very first verse that we recited, that it's, an, it's, it's your own book of deeds. It's the all, your own things that you did. That's it. It's, there's nothing, there's no, no like, you know, bias against you. There's no like, you know, um, potential for things to be not in your favor. It's you just standing for yourself. Your book of deeds just speaking for themselves. There's no wrong done on that day. That's a scary thing. Honestly, that's a scary thing. Because how much wrong do we do every single day? How much dhulm do we do for ourselves? Because at the end of the day, literally on the end of the day, Right? The only dhulm that exists is dhulm that we do, our, do to ourselves. The only wrong that we do is not to anybody else. It only counts against us. The only wrong that's going to be done is the wrong deeds that we've committed. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. 
وَإِن كَانَ مِثْقَالَ حَبَّةٍ مِنْ خَرْدَلٍ أَتَيْنَا بِهَا Law continues. And if there's even a deed that is so teeny that it's described as the weight of a mustard seed, but essentially khardal means the smallest known thing. At that time, right when these translations were written, like the smallest known thing that you knew was a mustard seed. But we can kind of think of it as like an atom, a particle, right? Even just a particle. If there was a deed that was worth a particle, it still will be revealed on that day. And we are enough, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying this, and sufficient are we as the one who takes account. There's no, there's no one else who's going to be our judge on that day. It's just us and Allah. It's just you, it's just me, it's Allah. That's it. No one else is going to be in front of us. No one else is going to be with us. No one else is going to be behind us. Just us facing Allah with our book and the scales of deeds and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala judging us. And at one point during this day of judgment, we are going to receive our book of deeds. Some will receive it on their right hand and some will receive it in their left hand. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes what that looks like. In Surah Haqqah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explains what that scene looks like with different people receiving their books, book of deeds, books of deeds in different in, in, in the different hands. On that day, everything that maybe was hidden before, nothing is hidden on this day. Everything is revealed in that book. For those of the people who receive their book in their right hand. <laughs> I love this ayah, it's actually, it's kind of funny. Uziya kitabahu biyamini fayakulu haumukra'u kitabia. Hey everyone, read my book. Do you guys remember when you were like kids and um, you would get your report card? Okay? And you remember like you have that like random uncle or auntie who's like, let me see your report card. You're like, why? Why is my report card relevant to you? But like if you did good, you're like kind of like, yeah, let me show you. I think it's like at some places they give you like free donuts if you like for the number of A's. Like you want everyone to see those A's on your report card. Like you want to show that report card off. Y'all, that lasts even in, in, on the day of judgment. Hey, everybody. You're so excited to show everyone everything that was in your book because you did it right. You made it. You made it in life and in the hereafter. Read my book. That's what you're going to be shouting out. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us those of people who are excited to show people our book of deeds and receive it in our right hands. I knew that I was going to get my book. I knew this was going to happen. And now all of you can be amongst those people. I knew that I was going to get my account. I knew I was going to get my report card. And the person who says this, they are going to be living the life. Literally, a pleasant life. They are going to be living. You want to you live your best life? These are the people who are going to be living their best life in paradise. In these elevated high paradises. Where the fruits of the trees are just actually bending down for them to eat. Just being handed to you. 
Kulu washrabuhani ambima aslaftum fil ayam el khalia. Eat, and drink, enjoy, be satisfied now with everything that you have put forth from days before. Fil ayam el khalia, the days that have passed before. But the flip side is also shown to us. As for those who receive their book in their left hand. For those who receive their book in their left hand, they were going to say, Ya Laytani is, oh my God, I wish I never received this book. I wish I never got my report card. I wish I've never seen this before. I wish this never happened to me. I wish this accounting never took place. I wish that I didn't even see what was on my own report card. I wish none of this existed. I wish that death was truly the end of life. I wish that death was truly the end of life. None of my wealth benefited me in any way, shape, or form. And any sort of power, authority, fame, prestige, any, any of that sort that I had in this world, it's all gone now. This is the fate of those who receive their book in their left hand. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. In Surah Kahf, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also you know, further describes the response of the people who, who receive their book in their left hand. وَوُضِيَ الْكِتَابُ فَدَرَ الْمُجْرِمِينَ مُشْفِقِينَ مِمَّا فِيهِ وَيَقُولُونَ يَا وَيْلَتَنَا مَا لِهَذَا الْكِتَابِ لَا يُغَادِرُ صَغِيرَةً وَلَا كَبِيرَةً إِلَّا أَحْصَاهَا and when the record of deeds, when their report card is placed in their hands and it's open in front of everyone, and you will see those who were criminals in the eyes of Allah, they will see and they are so terrified, they're so scared of what is in their books. And they are saying, what is this book? What is, what is with this book? It has everything in it. It doesn't leave out even a small thing nor a big thing without it being accounted for in this book. It has everything in it. And before I continue the ayah, I want us to take a moment to just reflect. Your book is going to have everything in it. Everything in it. Take a moment and ask yourself, are you proud of everything that will be in your book? Can you honestly say that you will be thrilled happy to see every single thing that is written in your book. If not, take this moment right now to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness. Take this moment right now to say, Allahumma innaka afuun tuhibbul afwa fa'fuani. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala perhaps make this day a day of Laylatul Qadr where your dua is accepted and whatever you are not proud of is wiped away as if it never happened is wiped away as if it never existed, meaning when you open up your book, it's not there. 
And they will find everything that they have done in it present in that book. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, your Lord, your master, the one who takes care of you, the one that sustains you, the one that does everything for you, as, as he never did any sort of injustice to you in this life, on that day he will, he will not wrong you at all either, but your account will be in front of you. There is actually a third type of person. So far I mentioned two types of people. What was, what was the first one? Those who receive their book in their right hand. And then the second type of person is those who receive it in their left hand. There's actually a third type of person. This third type of person, the Prophet ﷺ describes it in a hadith. He says, يَدْخُلُ الْجَنَّةَ مِنْ أُمَّتِي سَبْعُونَ أَلْفًا بِغَيْرِ حِسَابٍ 70,000 people from my ummah will enter paradise without any accounting. Without any accounting. And now everyone's ears should perk up because you're like, <laughs> I want to be one of those. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us all one of those. What is this type of person? This type of person is the one who, to put it in one word, there's a further, this, this hadith has a few more descriptions, but to put it essentially in one, one word is someone who completely puts their trust in Allah. Tawakkul ala Allah. Completely and totally relies only and solely on Allah for every aspect of their life. How many of you think that you, what, what happens to you is in your control? What happens to you is in your control? That's a, that's a very different question than what you do is in your control. I'm asking what happens to you is in your control. It's not. It's only in Allah's hands. How you deal with whatever is dealt to you is in your hands, but what happens is in Allah's hands. Right? And that's a very important thing to keep in mind because we trust in Allah. When we ask ourselves, why does this happen or why does that happen? It's because it's Allah. We may not ever, we may not understand the why. We may not get it. We may feel like this, this situation doesn't make any sense. I'm a good person. Why do bad things happen to me? These people, they don't deserve this. That's not for you and I to say. That's not for you, to, you and I to decide. And that's a tough pill to swallow. But if you have that trust in Allah, that everything that he does, it is, it, there is no wrong that's done to you by Allah. He does not do any wrong to any human being ever. Not in this life and not the next. Then even though we may not understand it, we have a little, take a humble pill. Right? Take it, you know, humble ourselves for a moment and recognize I ha I, I'm held accountable not for what happens to me, but how I deal with this situation. So how am I going to deal with this situation that gets me closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instead of question questioning why things happen. What, what, instead of questioning things that are frankly not my business to question. Wala. Going back to the ayah, and nobody is wronged by Allah. So this third type of person is the one who, who receives no account. They fully trust in Allah, and Allah fully takes care of them. Do you see how this works? 
right? When you take care of your relationship with Allah, Allah takes care of you. And how many of you want to be fully taken care of by Allah in this life and the next? Right? Every single one of us. But we have to do our part. And part of that part is to fill our book of deeds with good deeds. Fill our book of deeds with deeds that are pleasing to the sight of Allah. And guess what? Right? You know, I'm going to tell you. Can I tell you guys a story? A little bit? Okay. Um, when I began this journey of studying Islam, I kind of, I kind of learned something. I learned, dang, okay, like, there are some things I've been doing that, like, kind of have been a waste of time. Like, not a waste of time, okay, but like, I could have been, be, I could have been a little bit more effective and efficient in my worship of Allah. Like, the more you learn about our religion, about our religion, there's a there's a lot, you can basically superpower your worship, okay? Kind of, it's kind of hard to explain, but like, I'll give you an example. You can either, you know, drive your car and go to work and just like live your life and, you know, go to your, go back your day to day and then your worship is solely in your prayers and duas and stuff, which is great, which is amazing. You know, we're supposed to do that. Or you can turn all of those things from your day to day into worship as well. How? You superpower it with intention, right? You intend for the sake of Allah to go to work so that you can sustain yourself and you can sustain your family. And don't you think you're going to get good deeds for that? The more you learn about your faith, the more you learn about how you can, uh, your, what having a relationship with Allah truly means, the more you can pile up good deeds in ways that you could have never imagined before. Why do I bring that up? is because we are on a blessed night, right? It's Ramadan, one of the last 10 nights. It's an odd night. It's like really late at night, okay, slash early morning. You are all in a gathering of remembrance of Allah. So we already knew, know like we're checking off like boxes on boxes of, of things that Allah has put blessing in. Can I tell you some more things that you can check off? We want... Is everyone in agreement? We want to fill our book of deeds with not just any deeds here and there. Let's fill it with deeds that weigh heavy in our book. And inshallah, if this is Laylatul Qadr, can you even fathom and imagine how heavy our good deeds will weigh on the Day of Judgment by just some simple things that we could possibly do tonight? Can you imagine? how much Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward us for the, maybe honestly it's a little bit of effort. Not even that much. Are you guys with me? Let's do this, okay? The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, the Prophet said there are two words, two phrases. It's very easy to say. It, like, honestly, is it hard to say certain, like, use your mouth to, like, say words? Is it, is it hard? Okay. They're very light on the tongue. But they will weigh heavy on your scales in the Day of Judgment. They will weigh heavy in your Book of Deeds. They will take up many, many pages. Can we understand that? Maybe not. 
But know that that's what our Prophet ﷺ tells us. They weigh heavy on the scale of deeds. Habibatani ila Rahmani. They are beloved to the one who is the most merciful, the most compassionate, our Allah. What are these magical secret two words? They're not that secret and they're not ma that magical, okay? They're just what we're asked, what we're told to say, what we're instructed to say. Subhanallah wa bihamdihi, subhanallah al-azim. Glory be to Allah and he's full, all praises belong to him. And subhanallah wa subhanallah al-azim, Allah subhanahu wa is so glorified, glory be to him, and he is the most great. So I want us to take a moment and everyone just say, say for just a second, Subhanallah wa bihamdihi, Subhanallah al-Azim. May these light, light words, light actions weigh heavy in our scale of deeds on the Day of Judgment. May this night full of simple deeds fill our book heavily, heavily on the Day of Judgment. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us amongst those who get to Jannatul Firdaus without any hisab, without any accounting. Make us amongst those of the 70,000 people who just fly through. You wake up and you're like, I already got a first class ticket to Jannah. Right? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make, uh, uh, make us those people who receive our book in the right hands and are proud, proud to show it off to the people around us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us success in this life and the next. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik. Nashhadu an la ilaha illa ant. Nastaghfiruk wa natubu ilaik.